whoa, 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 whoa. Man, I am up in this thing now. Well, let's, are we ready to rock and roll? Let's, uh -oh, let's go. Let's, let's, I know that's the sound right there. That is the get your, get your tail up and moving. Man, listen. Today is going to be one of them type of shows. Let me tell you. I do want to thank everybody for tuning in via iHeartRadio, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, as well as Spotify. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Yo, listen, I want to go ahead and start off right now by saying everything that you hear is true. I wish I could make this stuff up, because if I could, you guys have no idea the level of rich that I would be. I'm still gonna be that. But yeah, listen. All right, so we go ahead and uh, go ahead and I ain't got my, I don't know what I do with my other glasses. I still gotta unpack and so I hadn't found them yet. But what up, Cammy Jammy? What was happening? Yo, like I said, this is gonna be, a, we gonna have a great show today. So on tonight's show, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a reunion recap. Pretty Smiles, what's good? Blessed by the best. What's happening? We're going to do a reunion recap. we also going to talk about uh, airport fails, customer service, and the Twilight Zone. Whew. Listen, and so I do want to get started off by saying, loving me a rose. What up, Pops? It's gonna be a little bit different, different format today, but I want y'all to think about the time. Has there ever been a time in which you have felt like you were in the Twilight Zone? And I mean, in the Twilight Zone on the Alfred Hitchcock side of the game where you know, you know this ain't really happening. Now, this ain't what I actually heard or whatever. Someone on the red bone was good. Like, I know what I thought I heard and what I thought I heard. You can't tell me I actually heard. I know this. I know this had that happen. And so that, I listen, when I get to that point, y'all gonna know. And everyone that's heard this story, that's been part of this story, I'm just teasing it right now. Y'all gonna be like, what? Did, did, are you for real? Are you for real? Did that really happen? And I will say to you, yes. Because sometimes people just don't understand who they talking to. And you've had those moments in which, hey, do they, who you talking to? that you feel like you can just say that. And so, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. So, listen. Since last week, I have come to the realization that traveling with babies is not, I repeat, is not my thing. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Let me, let me take these off, yo. I know I look tired. I ain't had, I ain't had much sleep in the last four days. Traveling with babies is not my thing at all. Now, I enjoy traveling. I enjoy traveling. I've, I have been on planes with kids. Kids that sat behind me, kids that got parents that have allowed them to be extra loud on the plane, kids that, that have been allowed to kick seats put their feet in between seats and all that stuff. Y'all know. Y'all have seen those parents who just let anything go as long as they kid ain't bothering them. I'm not one of those parents. I'm not one of those parents. I can't just let my kid do whatever for now live forever. What up though? Finale forever. What up? Too many shows. But I can't just let my kid just do whatever. And on this on this flight, we got three. 
the two little ones, we were all sitting on the same row, but we had two lap babies, right? And so what they ended up doing, when they made me move, I had to move from the row with my wife and the other two kids. And I had to take the baby to the other side. Because I did not, I did not realize that there were only four of those little yellow masks that dropped down. And so we was over by one person. So yeah, that happened. But everything was going fine. Everything was going fine until it came to the point where we thought that the takeoff was going to be bad because these babies had never been on a plane before. You know, your ears get to pop and we thought that that part was going to be the worst part and it was not. It didn't bother them. They were just eating away. My wife made these charcuterie, charcuterie board snack packs. Like it had all kinds of stuff in there. It had, it had um, like crackers and grape slices and Rice Krispie bits and fruit snack bar bits and all, all these, all these different things in this charcuterie kit. It was dope. I was like, dang, baby, that's a, that was a really, really good idea. But I got to the point where I felt like the baby, she, she ate the whole thing. I knew that I was gonna have to change the diaper on the plane and it was gonna be a, it was gonna be a bad one. Oh, it was gonna be a bad one. And so I didn't want to feed her too much, but I wanted her to have enough that she didn't cry about being hungry. Cause this, that, that little girl can eat. Thunder can eat. I'm feeding her, I'm just feeding her away. Feeding her away, boom, boom, boom. We going, she going to town. Eating away, bow, bow, bow. But I can't let her put her hand in there. I gotta do it, I gotta feed her. Because she gonna have, she gonna have a mess. She gonna make a mess, hands in her hair. Hands on her face, hands on everything with baby slob and anything else that you can imagine. Baby slob, snot, juice from grapes, touching everything, including me. And of course, we did not pack. Like the wet naps and the wipes and everything, those were up above. I'm trying to, I'm not gonna set the baby down while the plane's in the air. And my wife got a baby in her lap, so. We can't, we, we kind of stuck in trying to get the boy, trying to get the boy to do anything constructive on, on call. Ain't, uh-uh, that ain't what you want to do. That ain't, that ain't what you want to do at all. And so we're sitting here and now, we're probably about 35 minutes into the flight and the, our flight left. We had a six o'clock flight. And of course the plan was we get on the plane, it's the baby should still be sleepy. They'll just get over the excitement of being in the plane, get over the ears popping and then bada bing, bada boom, they go to sleep. It didn't work out like that at all. She had the older baby girl and she sat there and she just ate away and she was quiet. She had one moment of loudness. And then other than that, she was fine. Mm -mm. Not your boy. Not me. I didn't get that. Baby girl, she losing it. Hollering and screaming all over the place. I'm embarrassed as hell. But I'm trying to figure out how to I'm trying to figure out how to get her to be quiet. I gotta get her to be quiet. I gotta, I gotta pull her. I gotta keep her from pulling the lady's ponytail in front of me, kicking the back of the seat. Like I don't want to be that guy. I'm not gonna be that guy in which I'm just gonna let my kid, even though she's one, go crazy. But I'm struggling now. I'm struggling at this point. And she not letting up. She's so tired that she can't even figure it out. I'm like, just just lay here, just lay here. And of course, she don't want to lay here because she she acting like she in the matrix, trying to dodge my trying to dodge my hold. Now I can't I don't want to pass her over somebody. 
but I'm sitting there, finally, 35 minutes left in the flight. She goes to sleep. And I get 14 minutes worth of sleep. 14 minutes, because I was already up at three. I'm dying. I had already sweated loading up the truck. We were we rolled to the airport like the Clampets. We were the Beverly Hillbillies. We had stuff piled all the way to the back. It was like a U-Haul truck where you only had to use the, the side mirrors because the cause the back of the because uh, the back of the truck was blocking the way. It was horrible. I'm already sweating. We get to Houston. Houston is the hot, they need to nickname it hell. It was so hot. If hell is hotter than that, I'm definitely gonna live right. <laughs> like, it is, that is non-negotiable at this point. I am, I have to live right because I do not like being that hot. Like, I don't think I had ever been that hot. Like, you're just sweating for no reason hot. Like, I know that when I got off, when I got, when we got to the car rental place, of course, you take all the stuff off the little shuttle wet the little shuttle uh, bus, my whole back was misty. My whole back was misty. I knew it was a whole lot of moist backs all over the Houston area. It was 100 degrees every day. Everybody's back was moist. Now, it was, listen, it was so hot that heat just opened the door. When you got ready to open your car door, the heat came in before you could get out and had to cuss it. All, every time, every time you went from inside to outside, it was some cussing. Damn. Shit. It's hot than a mother. But it's all good. We put up with the heat because we made it to Houston Five Family Reunion. This was dope. I was excited about seeing my family. Even some of the ones that we ain't all the way right yet. But it was one of those things where, all right, I got to be in the twilight zone because it's that damn hot. It's that damn hot. But it's what whatever. We gonna we'll figure we're gonna figure it out. Going to the hotel, get there early. I'm not used to being able to check in before 10 o'clock. The lady at the front desk, she really looked out. And when I tell you she looked out for us the whole weekend that she was there. Shout out to Jazz, Jasmine S. At the hotel we were at. Jasmine S, she came through. She got us a room quick. She, everything we needed to get figured out. She got figured out. Didn't ask for nothing special, anything extra, nothing like that. But she got us figured out and was always smiling and happy with doing it. Like I look, we had we had families coming in in waves. The 170 people at this reunion. Waves. They just coming in in waves. And not once did she blink or show any sign of not being happy with being able to assist us with the stuff that we needed. Like Overall, I feel like I got a dope family, so we weren't gonna be that difficult anyway. But it was hot. And hot make people do things that they wouldn't normally do. But everything was all fine and dandy. Family coming in, we having a good time. That evening is where it all went left. Now, in the beginning, it was so hot that they were giving out waters as our family was checking in. Two waters, boom, here you go. No charge, here you go. We know it's hot, so here, get these waters, take these waters, cool. That evening, the boy, y'all all know the boy, he goes up and tries to go get a water. I guess the lady at the front desk decides that you know what? We're charged. We, we can't give you no water. We got to charge you for the water. We're gonna charge it. We don't have to charge it to your room. And he said, 
Okay. What's your What's your room number? Five thirty-one. And who's your dad? You gave him my name. And that was enough for her to allow a nine-year-old to charge a water to my room, to our room. That was enough. Now here's the crazy part. I wasn't the one that made the reservation. I just took over the reservation from you know, my aunt. But he walks up with a water and I'm like, where'd you get the water from? He was like, oh, I got it from the front desk, but they charged it to the room. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, on whose authority did they charge? Did they allow you to charge the water to the room? Hold on, hold on. It's, it's eleven. It's eleven o'clock. You've been playing too hard. It's twelve o'clock back home. You know what? You you done played so hard and you done stayed up too late that you done forgot that you was a damn kid. What up, bro? You done forgot that you was a damn kid. Hold on, you gotta go. So I take him upstairs. He goes to bed. When I come back down, I had to go to the front desk because I had to see. This had to, I need to see how this made sense to anybody. That a nine-year-old, a minor, or anybody that just knows my name and where I'm, where my room number is, can charge something to my room. And so when I walked up to the desk, Eli and Patrice Mitchell, that worked at the Hilton Garden Inn in Pearland, Texas, 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway. I asked them, I asked the question, hey, in what world do you guys allow a nine-year-old to charge something to a to a hotel room that they're not paying for? And Patrice Mitchell that works at the Hilton Garden Inn, 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway, Fairland, Texas, responds with Maybe you need to do a better job of watching your kids. I've got to be in the twilight zone right now. I know that she did not just say that. Is, is, is that your response? To my question about how you guys will allow a, a nine-year-old to make charges to somebody's room? Yeah, you need to put a restriction on your room. And that way that type of stuff won't happen. But it's our policy. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get back to maybe you need to do a better job of watching your kids. Cause it's not about it's not about the charge. It's not about the money. I don't care about the two dollars that you charge to the room. I got a problem with you guys allowing anybody, not just this kid, but anybody with the ability to be able to do that at the Hilton Garden Inn at 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway at Parallel, Texas, 775-84. I have a problem with that, but we got a different issue about you questioning my parenting skills from behind this desk. I don't know you and you don't know me, but that's your, that's your response. That's the response that you give while you're in the hospitality industry. You know what? I can't talk to you right now. Because what I'm about to say is not going to get me the, the result that I'm looking for. You're not the person to talk to. I know you're not the person to talk to because the persons you talk to would not respond like that. And so I went back and I sat down and I was like, can you... I I, would, I felt like I was in the twilight zone because I know I didn't just hear what I thought somebody just said to me, that you need to do a better job of watching your kids. Yeah. You need to do a better job of watching 
watching your kids. That is what that lady said to me. That is what Patrice Mitchell let come out of her mouth. I had to go back and sit down. And when my family was like, what happened? Because they had never seen me that upset. They had never heard so many cuss words back to back. I know this mother, plop, 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 did not say what I thought she just said. And all of them, there was a few of them that was like, you want me to go back up there? No, I don't know, I don't want you to go back up there. And so I pulled out my phone, I downloaded Yelp, because I didn't have it on my phone. I downloaded Yelp, and I started typing up one of the worst Yelp reviews that I could think of. And I wanted to make sure that I hit every damn point. And my brother, which everybody kind of looks at me like I'm I'm usually the cool-headed one. My brother was like, hey, Jay, don't send that yet. Save it, but don't send it. Wait to see what type of resolution is. And if you don't get the resolution that you're looking for, Gone sending it. Man, I want to send that so bad. I want to send it so bad because ain't no way that I'm going to be cool with that. Like this happened day one, night one. I'm supposed to be staying in this hotel for the next till Sunday. And this is on Thursday night. I'm going to see her again. But what your, what your problem is, you guys have allowed this lady this lady talked to me like I was just anybody and not somebody. And that bothered me. It bothered me. Thursday night, I woke up at 6.15. I was up earlier than that. Preparing this show. On Friday night, while I was on vacation, I was like, oh, I have a whole segment in regards to customer service dedicated towards Patrice Mitchell that work at the Hilton Garden Inn. In Houston, in the parallel area, at twelve one zero one Shadow Creek Parkway, Parallel, Texas seven seven five eight four. That she would let those things come out of her mouth. And here's the crazy part: we go out Friday. Friday, I come back in. I need to speak to some. I got to talk to somebody. I speak to the general manager. I almost felt a little brushed off. He was like, I'm gonna talk to my team. I'm gonna talk to my team, da, da, da. We don't have, we don't usually have problems with people charging stuff to their room, to other people's rooms. And I'm like, listen, Antonio A. Caro, general manager at Hilton Garden Inn. Y'all getting hung up on the charge. It's two bucks. I didn't even ask for that back. I didn't ask for anything, but some respect. You're not just gonna talk to me any kind of way. It ain't about the charge. The charge is just a match. That you need to do a better job of watching your kids. That's the dynamite. That's the gas. And when I told him that, cause he had already been told the story. He was already made aware of the story. She told her side first because she knew that she was wrong. She told her part of the story first because she knew that she was wrong. She told the story as if I came up there cussing. And the worst thing that I said was, hey, if this is your policy, if this is the policy, that is some of the goofiest shit I ever heard in my life. Because what I can do is I know a lot of people that stand in this hotel. And when I was a kid, I knew room numbers because I wanted to go see my cousins. And if I just so happen to be hungry, and I just so happen to want some of them probably $3 M&Ms. Hey, uh, Linda Brown, room 313 said that I could get some candy and charge it to her room. And all y'all gonna do is be like, okay. 
and Linda Brown at the end of the at the end of her stay, if it was that easy, would probably have probably about 15 charters of candy and coke. Come on, man. So yeah, that's one that's some of the goofiest shit I ever heard. Cause that's as a kid, I could just go up and just get candy and tell somebody a number and a name. <laughs> what? Alright. Alright, so this this is y'all alright, cool. This is y'all policy, but we we ain't got past this. You need to do a better job of watching your kids. We not past that. I'm not I'm not over that. But I told him, I, I got this self review that I'm trying not to post, but I gotta I don't feel good about how I feel when this person is still if I still gotta interact with this person. Now you can say you saw it, that I had to deal with that. Yeah, whatever. Alright, cool. We go out that night, come back. We come back on uh Friday night from karaoke and she's sitting at the front desk had a little smirk on her face she was proud of herself she felt like she crushed it <laughs> yeah Mr. Jason Patrice alright so she's still she's still being antagonistic in this situation alright cool cool that's what you want I know you working. That's what she don't know is I had a conversation and somebody has spoken to me about her other profession. <laughs> I come down the next morning. She's standing there. She had just got off her shift. I got down right in time. And when I tell you, God works in mysterious ways. She was lit again when she saw me. There he is. Hey, Jason. I was just telling her about about you. Oh, you were? Because I've seen that lady that she was talking to earlier. I didn't know who she was. And you were just talking about her. You shouldn't be so excited about how our interaction went as far as your, your customer service is concerned. With you telling me that I need to do a better job of watching my kids. Oh, no, no, that's not what I said. Hold on now, don't let's not do this now. You was all charged up. You was all charged up on Thursday night. You was lit. That's exactly what you said. Don't take don't try to take it back now. Oh no, you I mean that's probably how you just took it like that. It's because of what you said. This is exactly what you said. See, I'm good. I remember stuff like this. This bothered me. Our interaction bothered me. I did not feel good about my dealings with you working, your work. I'm a guest, you were working. I didn't give you that energy when I came up, but I did have a question about in what world that you guys allow kids or anyone for that matter to just charge stuff without verifying, whether it's with a room key, a phone call or anything like that. That's what I had a question about. Well, I didn't hear that part. I just came in on the back end and you sounded like you were mad. And then you told me I needed to do a better job of watching my kids. That's what you said. Like, don't lie. Like, do not do this. And there's a part of me that almost walked off because I'm like, I'm not going to be a goofy debating back and forth with you in front of this lady. Like, you have got to be kidding me. But all right. You know what? No, I'm not going to walk off. I'm not letting this shit go. You know what? You did say it. You did say it, and you was you were real nasty. You're super nasty. You working? I own business. I deal with customers. I talk to I talk to people that that take intake my my content all the time, and I've never dealt with anybody how you dealt with me, regardless of what they said. Well, I'm sorry you took it like that. Chill. You know what? You can keep that bullshit apology. Anytime anybody says, I'm sorry you felt like that, means that they don't give a damn about what you really felt. They feel like they weren't wrong in this situation. 
Now, Patrice Mitchell, that's a teacher by day that works at the front desk by night. Yeah, she did not know that I knew that. And she asked me, did I Google her? And I'm like, hell no. Why would I Google you? I just know shit. But her whole tenor changed behind that. The whole thing changed. Now it's, oh, well, I'm sorry. But I, I was, no, no. You were wrong. That's what you were. You were wrong, Patrice Mitchell. That worked the front desk at the Hilton Garden Inn at 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway in Fairland, Texas. You were wrong. You were wrong. And she got called out. The lady that she was talking in front of that she was super lit about, that was the front desk manager. Look at God. You was lit, not thinking that I was going to have that same type of energy. Thinking I was just going to give up and walk off like I did before. I walked off the day before because I know how I can be. I just start saying hurtful shit, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. You know what? It's $2. I just say hurtful stuff and just keep it moving. I feel better after that. I gave you a chance. I gave you a chance to rectify it. I gave her a chance to clarify what she meant with her response. And she stood on it. Okay. Cool. You stand on it. I'm going to do what I do. And I'm going to talk about it. And I'll keep talking about it. Because you don't talk to people like that. You don't talk to people like you just, like, they just anybody. Because you could be talking to the wrong person. You don't know me. I come up there and I'm hot and sweaty and my hat turned up like this and you just think that I'm just some random dude. And a random dude I might be. But you have no idea how petty I can be. And when I'm determined to make something happen, I do it. I do it. I keep going. Because I'm, I'm that guy. You're welcome. You're welcome. And the front desk manager, Toshiba, she apologized on her behalf and she let me know that this is not what they teach people to do customer service. It's not how. They do not condone that level. And she was like, I probably would have done a whole lot worse than you did in that moment. I could have, but I'm not there for that. My energy was, my energy was towards having fun with my family. That's what I devoted my energy to. Not the person who they put at the on the night shift. That person they put on the night shift they ain't really who they want to be the front facing person for their company. But she up there. She up there. I don't know for how long. But she was up there. <laughs> but yeah. By the end of the checkout, they did give me a... I had a junior suite. They gave me a rate for somewhere around like the, the regular room rate. All right, cool. Thanks. It took about $50 off the deal. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't even ask for them to take the water off. The water's still on there. I, don't care. I didn't care about the water. I just needed to see what was going to happen and see if I felt better about the situation when I left. Looked at the $50, and I was just like, uh, $50, $50. But if $50 was worth her being able to say that I needed to do a better job of watching my kids, I can't pretend like it was going to be enough for me not to move forward with complaining about her level of customer service. But I do want to thank Toshiba for at least apologizing on her behalf and not a bullshit. I'm sorry you felt that way. 
I want to thank Jazz, Jasmine S, for doing a good job in the, in the on the front side. But that damn Patrice Mitchell, who's a teacher by day, work at the front desk at night at 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway at the Hilton Garden Inn. Hey, she can go play in traffic for all I care. <laughs> Look, you can't you can't be that nasty to people. You are in customer service. And the only thing that made that worse, the only thing that made that worse is I flew Southwest on the way back. Southwest put my wife's bag and my bag on another plane. They put our bags on another plane. When we got, when we landed in Atlanta, all of our stuff, if I knew her middle name, I would use it. Patrice Bernice. <laughs> like, I would use her full name. They lost, they put our bags on another plane. All the bags stopped, you know, how the carousel stopped going around and then all of a sudden, you know, we go and I'm like, yo, we, we still missing two bags. But we at home, so it's not like missing two bags on the front part of the trip. I go in there and the lady named Miss Sharon that was working at the at the uh, the baggage part for Southwest. She's like, hey, you, you got your bag tags? Yes, here we go, boom. She did the bags, where'd you check your bag? Did you do a late check or did you check it at the, uh, did you check it at the curb or did you check it at the desk? I checked it at the desk. All right, cool. Here's what we can do. If you get, if you want to come back up here and pick them up, we'll give you a two hundred fifty dollar gift uh, voucher for any flights to be used within a year. Otherwise, we can just mail them to you. Hey, I don't live far from the airport. I'll come back up here and get them. All right, cool. I'll send you a text message. You can go ahead and hit yes if you want some updates. But we'll call you when your bags get here. It'll be about five. They called me at four fifty eight p.m. Hey, we got your bags. You want to come on up here and get them? We had that $250 voucher ready for you. And uh, we greatly apologize for, for this inconvenience. I brought that paper up there. Boom. Hey, Miss Sharon, I'm back. You know, y'all say I got the message that y'all got have my bags. Here's this paper. You need my ID? Nope. I remember you. She went back there and got the bags and gave me the voucher. Didn't ask for anything. I just wanted my stuff. But she led with customer service. Sharon, I didn't get her last name that works at the baggage claim part for Southwest at the Hartsville Atlanta airport. Led with customer service, which made Patrice Mitchell that works at the Hilton Garden Inn at 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway in Parallel, Texas 77584 look that much worse. I was inconvenienced over $2 and she gave me that level of energy. I didn't even know why they was gonna charge her $2, but I was inconvenienced over not understanding how they would allow a nine-year-old or anybody to charge something to my room without verifying with the person who actually is paying for the room. And this lady, she started with $2.50. And I only didn't have my bags for four hours. How you treat people matters. I'm gonna devote some time in order to see what kind of recognition I can get Sharon. And I'm gonna devote some time to see what type of recognition I can get Patrice Mitchell. Because we want, well, we're not going to do it. I just keep talking to folks like that. I just knew I was in the Twilight Zone when I heard that. Like, hold on. Who this? And I had a few choice words when I got back around my family. And one of the things was, one of the running jokes of the whole reunion was trying to figure out who was in what room so that we can go up there and potentially charge something to their room because it's just that easy. 
it was just that damn easy. Dude, I done talked about this heavy lady for about 40 minutes. And for what? Oh, because she didn't know how to talk to somebody. Talk to me like I was just, just anybody. And just anybody I may be. But I'm somebody who is petty. And sometimes I have to play money back yo. And I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. Fuck it, I'm crossing the line today. Hey, come on, man. I don't treat people like I don't want to be. Like, I don't treat people bad. I know I don't. When I need some money, when I need some understanding, I didn't go up there cussing. I didn't disrespect her. At least not to her face. Now I was talking shit when I went back to my family around the corner and she probably heard it. But after the after after the first comment, every all the glove came off. I, I didn't care about that. After this point, you didn't say what you said. I, I, now I gotta say what I gotta say. We we cool. We all right. You said that to me. And then you went and told some lies as if you didn't say what you said. But you and I know the truth. Patrice Mitchell at the Hilton Garden Inn at 12101 Shadow Creek Parkway, Parallel, Texas, 77584. Don't do that. Shout out to Sharon. Shout out to Jasmine. Shout out to Toshiba. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Once again, yo, Houston was dope. I ain't never been that hot before. I had never been that hot, like all week, all weekend. It was just hot, step outside, hot, back moist, hot. Uh, my whole family had moist backs. It was 85 degrees inside the building that we was in. Everybody's back and that was moist. That was crazy. On the way back to the airport, you know, I didn't, I thought I had put the known traveler's number in my profile. So I didn't check to see if it had gotten added back when I checked in for the back leg of the flight. We get up there, we got all our stuff checked, we got all our stuff checked in, and next thing you know, we get up to the front of the line. We don't walk. We don't walk all through pre-check. We get to the front of the line, and little buddy at the front is like, "Hey, y'all don't got your pre-check on y'all stuff." Now I gave him my global entry card, and he was like, "No, but it's not on your boarding pass. Y'all got to get out of line." All right, cool. I got to get out of line. Got out of line. My wife couldn't find her known traveler number. I got my I got my car, so I type mine in. Now here I am. Should I let her take a kid? And they had to go through Gen Pop. I get back through TSA. Get back through uh, pre-check. Boom, boom, boom. Does that make Does that make me a bad husband that my wife had to go through Gen Pop, and I went ahead and went back through pre-check? Hold <laughs> on. I felt kind of, I felt kind of bad, but at the same time, we waited for her. We didn't just go to the gate. But then it got, it got. This is where it got bad at the gate. We get to the gate. We hustling up. We get there. They, they've already boarded. You know, boarding the the people that paid, like the A ones and the A fifteens. They boarded all the A group A. I get to the, we get to the front, and. I got to check the stroller. My wife takes, I got the two girls with me. Her and the boy gets on the plane with every boarding pass except for mine. Now I noticed she told the guy at the front desk that was that was checking the boarding passes that, hey, my husband just went over there to go get, to check the stroller, but he's coming back. And I don't know if he ding, 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 all the boarding passes 
But when I got back, I had to get back in line. I get back up to the line and he tells me, hey, do you got a boarding pass for these two? I was like, man, my wife just went on there. Like, what are you doing? You didn't just didn't you didn't check you didn't scan the, her the boarding passes for these two kids? Uh no, you gotta go back and go get boarding passes for these two. I could have lost it. I could I could have lost it in that moment because now I gotta get back out of line. Back out of line. Go back up to these ladies and go get some boarding passes printed off. They was acting like they was getting ready to have to charge me for some new tickets. But I'm like, they ain't even old enough. I got my boarding pass. Just print these shits off. Now I'm sweating all over again. It's already 146 degrees. Holla, Jerry, what's good? It was already 146 degrees at 7 a.m. When we got there, so I'm already sweating, not knowing that my bags was on their way on the wrong plane. And I'm walking down the aisle now. I have on I have on my shirt that that says "I sin responsibly, don't judge me." And as I'm walking down the aisle, holding the baby in one arm, walking the baby in front of me with my my carry-on luggage and everything that was in the stroller by myself, everybody's looking at these two little girls like, oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. And I got an attitude. Because I was in the Twilight Zone all over again. Like, I know that I don't understand why I got to keep going back to this front desk. Like, I know that you saw my wife and all those boarding passes. I'm almost willing to guarantee that you scanned them. And then you're going to send me back? All right, then. They were looking like, oh, look at these cute babies. And I was like, listen, when you send irresponsibly, this is, this is, you end up like me. You end up like me. Because this is nonsense. But I had never had so many Twilight Zone moments all in one weekend. And it, I, blame my, I blame my brother for one of them. I wasn't even gonna talk about this. But since I got a little bit of time, my brother, he a hater. Cause you don't know the boy like I know the boy. Cause once you start something with the boy, he don't have no idea on how to turn it off or who who not to do it to. And so my brother walked up to him at our at our little annual banquet and was like, hey look, you got something on your shirt. My mom used to do that all the time. You got something on your shirt, huh? Right up the middle. Yep, you a hater. You said, wait, what? Yeah, you a hater. <laughs> And so the boy, my brother does that to the boy. My boy is like, oh, hold on. You got something on your shirt. And he's trying to get my brother back, but my brother ain't gonna fall for it. He ain't falling for it. And so at this point, now the boy gotta get somebody else. And so he goes and he does it to a little kid. Hey, you got something on your shirt. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. You out here getting kids? Fine. You out here getting kids? Fine. And here's where it went bad. At some point, you, you almost feel like you have to know, or a kid would know, like there are certain people that I would not do this to. He finds one of the five oldest people in the room. You got something on your shirt. Somebody that he'd never have spoken to before. That I haven't even had a whole lot of dialogue with. 
and he did that to her. Now this woman is at least in her mid seventies on a with a cane, and had she bopped him with the cane for doing that to her, I just would have shrugged my shoulders like, "Hey, you shouldn't have done that, boy. <laughs> you earned that one." And if he was like, "She tried to kill me," oh well, she didn't have nothing on your shirt on her shirt. You shouldn't have lied. no off button he had like i don't i don't know why but fam has no governor when i say no governor you know like on on, on cars you have 140 on the dash depending on the car 140 160 but there's a governor in there that's not gonna allow your car to get to 160. that go he has zero he does not have a personal governor I have to be that. The unfortunate part is I'm not always right there. Like when I have to see him in the process or see him thinking about it and I I did not see him thinking about it because I had a baby in my lap. And so I, listen, when I when I saw what I saw hell no uh-uh. We need to we need to come. We need to have a talk about this because you will never. I didn't I tell you to keep your damn hands to yourself. Twilight Zone. I know that this ain't happening. That you're gonna find one of the five oldest people in this whole room. Out of 170 people, it's at least 50 kids. That you could have, hey, you got something on your shirt. You go find one of the five oldest people in that room. Stuff I would have never done. I would have never thought to do that. <laughs> you lost your mind. Are you out of your rabbit ass mind? And it didn't even stop there because the, the, the older baby girl, she was playing laying on the ground and I don't know how she ended up on the ground but she had, she had fell and just laid there and there was a little boy who decided it would be a great idea to start crawling now he was at her feet like he was standing in front of her when she fell and so he got down on the ground and started climbing on top of her at least he thought that was going to happen and I was like nope I grabbed her up with one hand hold up Hold up. I probably could snatch her arm out the socket. But what was not going to happen was this little two-year-old boy was not going to climb on top of the little two-year-old girl that I brought with me. Was somebody going to come get this little manish-ass boy? Because this is what, we are not doing this. Haters will say that I overreact. Dads will say that there's no situation in which no little boy is going to be on top of my little girl at all in no situations. I don't care what type of plan y'all doing. Get up. You get your ass up. I don't even know you. I don't know neither one of them. I don't even know where they came from. Where they got this little mannish ass boy. Get up. Get up. I didn't touch the boy, but I showed no swoop Baby girl from up under. We are not doing this today. <laughs> no. And I listen. I know that that that, that lady and the, and her dude was might have been mildly embarrassed. But guess who ain't playing that nonsense? Me. I ain't. I listen. Kim. Kimbo. Kimberly. Mm-mm. No. We ain't doing that. We are not doing that. That's too close. If it looks like, I don't know what this little boy been watching. Turn off HBO. Y'all can no more Netflix for him. He is not watching the correct things. He is watching Adult Swim. Cinemax. <laughs> like, hey, man, I wish I would. I wish I would have. But no, we ain't doing that. I'm, I'm that guy. I ain't letting that happen to nobody. Get up. 
both of y'all get y'all asses up. Our community, I'm a community parent. I tell everybody, get y'all asses up. Uh, every every last one of y'all. And who gonna say something to me about telling all these kids to get up? Nobody. <laughs> Shit. I'm 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 mean. You can call me mean, but guess who ain't getting ready to be humped off? My little girls. Mm-mm. No. I don't care who this little Fred Van Bleet looking little boy y'all got coming out here. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that one at all. Now you're gonna have me out here in the Twilight Zone feeling like what? Like this this little boy just gonna come get his hump on. Somebody get him. Somebody get him. Well yeah, look, that's about my time. You know, I wanted to it was, this this has been this has been a weekend. Oh, and before I get out of here, I'm gonna just go ahead and public service announcement. If you live by me, and that's anywhere in DeKalb County, Georgia, and you popping off fireworks past, I give you the 1208. After 1208, if you still popping off fireworks and you live by me, I'm calling the police. I'm a hater. I'm going to call the police on your ass. They popping off fireworks right now. But as the 1208 tomorrow, they just practicing today. I'm, listen, hello, 911, yes. They shooting. Not just, I, I don't know, you need to come check it out, I'm scared. They sound like guns. I'm snitching. Oh, I'm snitching. I'm that guy. Don't nobody want to hear that shit all day. My dogs don't like fireworks. My kids need to get sleep. Y'all, y'all have start up. If you start at nine oh six, you will have at least two and a half hours to pop off fireworks. And if you got two hours worth of fireworks to pop off, you need to do something different with your money. I ain't, I ain't trying to be all up in your pocket, but two hours worth of fireworks is a lot if you are if you don't have for your own house. It need to be a whole show for two hours worth of fireworks. You just popping them off all selfishly. I call the police. Part of it, I ain't get an invite. Secondly, it's just too damn. That's too many. There's only so many. There's only so many things that fireworks do. Even the ones that you actually go to. You go to a fireworks show. It's usually about 30 minutes, maybe. And they be popping out, they pop off the good fireworks. You go to a bad fireworks show where they just got those little poppers and some firecrackers and it's just loud, some fizzers and everybody walking around with the little sparkles. I just call the police on them too for wasting folks' times. <laughs> but, yo, Man, listen, y'all have a safe 4th of July if you celebrate. Y'all out here barbecuing and y'all don't allow animals in y'all kitchen, go ahead and shoot me an invite. If I'm close, I'll come by and freeload a plate. Don't even worry about it. But next week, next week, it is 17, July 10th. It's my day. We gonna be kicking it, y'all. We gonna be kicking. I'm actually gonna do. I'm gonna do a show tomorrow. I'm gonna do a show next week. I'm gonna do a show next week on my birthday. We gonna kick it. We gonna kick it. If my brother ain't doing nothing, I'm probably gonna have him on too. If he ain't got nothing going on, man, we gonna have a good time, man. But I appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you hadn't already subscribed via iHeartRadio or Spotify or hit the like button on YouTube Live, go ahead and subscribe. I'm going to start putting up more stuff. I got some time to edit some videos, but the 17 print shop has been has been keeping me super busy. Want to shout out to everybody that you matter in the city shirts that I made. We want to give a shout out to the Hot Springs class of 98 that had their uh, class reunion the weekend before last. We want to give a shout out to uh, Queen Sharice and her fake accent for patronizing the 17 print shop for they for they little girls trip out to Bali where they gonna be abducting my wife for 
and leaving me here with all the kids for another again again we want to give a shout out for y'all keeping the 17 print shop busy but look this right here this this shogun strike academy shirt we got some i got some new bowling shirt ideas that's coming out yo we about to get it but until next time you good people y'all be safe out in these streets jay knox take it easy brother i'm out